Welcome to Ashes with Ash, a storytelling podcast from your tobacconist community, bringing you stories of life behind the cigar. Join me on this adventure to find the coolest cigar lounges, smoke some lovely cigars, and seek out the most incredible stories from our cigar lounge friends, owners, and customers. Let's tap into these untold stories with a little smoke and ash. La Fine Lame. Have you seen their new punch bracelets? Wow. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. And handsome, handsome, handsome. These bracelets double as a punch cutter, so you can go every day with style and always having to avoid biting the tip of your cigar off to get all that tobacco stuck in your teeth whenever you don't have a cutter, because you will always have one now right on your wrist. What a beautiful concept. Their other products are so badass too. The knife cutters, oh my god. When I worked in a cigar lounge that carried them, no lie, I would just stand and stare at the collection so often. (laughs) They're such great quality and each one is so unique. Even some of them have engraved blades with different countries and city skylines. Check them out at lafinelam.com to order. It's spelled L-E-S-F-I-N-E-S-L-A-M-E-S, a.k.a. The Fine Blade. And don't forget to follow them on Instagram. La Fine Lamb, L-E-S-F-I-N-E-S-L-A-M-E-S. Enjoy it. Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for tuning in. Today, trained opera singer, cancer survivor, cigar aficionada, co-founder of the Leaf and Grain Society, Ash Red is here to share her story full of surprises and her life journey in the cigar world. I hope you all enjoy. Hello, hello. How are we doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing good. What are you smoking? Well, I am smoking now. Let's see if I can pronounce this because I'm probably going to butcher it. So I'm going to apologize for right now. <laughs> it is made by Cavalier and it's um, one that they did for a special shop in Austin. And the shop's name is Smoker Abbey. And they are Irish and so it is green for candela and it is called seethature so it ties back to their Irish roots and so um, it's one of those uh, cigars that you want on a hot summer day and so since it is very hot in Texas it's actually we have a cold front it's 94 today that's a cold cold front (laughs) no i hate it yeah that that's yeah that's a cold front yeah that yes yes so that's a cold front for us so you don't want anything too heavy when it's at the hottest peak of the day so oh my gosh insane i'm smoking a little padrone and you know i don't remember which one it is 
Oh, the anniversary. Yeah, yeah the anniversary. Yes. It's so, great. Delicious, well, yes. old Maduro. So good. It's a good one. It's a good one. So, like, what temperature is you? What temperature is that where you are? Because I'm sitting there thinking, I thought I would be jealous. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was like, it said it was going to be 80 today, but I think it was cooler. I think it was like 75 all day. <laughs> little different. Little different. <laughs> A little bit of a difference as I'm sitting here being envious, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it it gets disgusting. The other day it was disgusting here, like just so humid, like you could. It felt like I was walking through water. It was disgusting. But today was actually nice. But yeah, it gets it gets gross hot here in New York. Yeah, but not for yeah. very long. Not like Texas. Ugh. Helicopter, do you hear it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we actually had an apartment. I grew up in the summers in New York. Oh wow, so, amazing. Yeah. So um so I grew up uh for the summertime and we had an apartment and then during fashion week my mom would go down there and spend well it was more than a week. So a lot of people don't realize it's like fashion month. It's oh. not fashion week. Oh yeah. yeah. And so she would go down there for three to four weeks and stay there for that. But oh, yeah. that's so fun! <laughs> I love it. And I was supposed to go up there this summer to take my daughter, but uh, gas went up. Oh no! I didn't even think about that. But that impacts everything else because hotel rates go up, airline tickets go up, even if you drive, that part goes up. So that impacted a lot on my vacation, on where where we are going. So hopefully next year we'll be yeah. in New York. I mean, even airlines, if the tickets aren't high, it's horrible. The wait times are just insane right now. They don't have enough workers. Like, it's just a nightmare. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, it's fun oh, time. Man. But next summer. Next summer. <laughs> I'll get to enjoy y'all's cool weather. Good, yes. And let me know. Hit me up. We'll smoke. Most definitely. Most <laughs> definitely. Does anyone in your family smoke? Um, I am the only one in my family, but it's really interesting. Kind of like you, my um, grandparents and great-great-grandparents had a tobacco farm in North <gasps> Carolina no that way. we did... Yes, way. And so um, I remember my grandfather was born in 1900 and he worked on a tobacco farm. And then, um, you know, he and his brothers worked the land. He didn't go to school. Uh, he worked the farm. And then when his dad broke his back, they weren't able to keep up with the production of everything for the cigars, for the cigars, the tobacco leaves and everything. And um, he's one of 14 children. Oh, my God. And, yeah. And they were mainly boys. I, I think there was only, like, maybe three girls that were uh, wow. in the family. The rest of them were boys. But he was kind of in the middle. But that's uh, tobacco farms are really, really huge, you know. Yeah. And, it, and they, they do take a lot of care that a lot of people don't realize. So I remember my grandfather talking about, you know, working the tobacco farm and, and he was like, you know, 
I did the things with the cigars and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, so that's as close as it gets to anybody in my family smoking cigars. They had a tobacco farm and made cigars with the (laughs) So it's in the blood. It's in the blood somewhere. That's so cool. So is that why you got into it or did somebody else get you into smoking? So when I was 19, back when the age was 18, when you could smoke, Mm -hmm. this is almost 26 years ago. So I'm giving my age away. (laughs) So (laughs) So don't look at it all. Oh, thank you. (laughs) So I was 19 and I was dating a a seaman, a guy in the Navy. And he always smoked cigars. His roommate smoked cigars. And, you know, I was like... I looked at him and said, hey, can I try your cigar? I was like, I've always wanted to try one. You know, can I try it? And he was like, seriously? Because this is back when in 1996, 97, it was not cool to smoke cigars, especially women. And it was kind of getting on, well, let me, it was kind of making a turn to be like cool and edgy. I'll say it that way. Right. But women were not the ones doing it. It was men who were smoking cigars. And he was like, do you want to try it? And I'm like, yeah, because y'all are always doing it. So why not? So I tried it and I fell in love. And the rest is history, so to speak. That's amazing. So since then, have you smoked consistently or on and off? Um, When I was pregnant, um, I did not. Yeah, that was like I did not uh, smoke then. And then there was a time that um, I did have cancer. I had oh, no. throat cancer. I had throat cancer. And no. I want to put this caveat before people come in and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she still smokes and she had cancer and all this stuff. And so the, it, it was not from cigars. Like everybody's like, oh my gosh, you know, it had to be from that. The people who have the most cancer from in the throat and the voice box are preachers, teachers, and lawyers. Yes. I was in edu- and I was in education because you talk. And also, if you say, so um, I actually, here's kind of like a hidden, no, hidden fact about me, is I, I was actually trained to sing opera. Wow. Yeah. And I actually was supposed to go up to school to sing opera, and I was singing since I was eight years old. And I was like, by the time I um, actually got a full ride to a college for singing, and I looked at my parents and I said, I quit. I'm done. I'm tired of singing. I've been doing it for so long. And uh, so I, the doctor attributes it to my talking, because I like to talk, <laughs> and he, teaching. And I was also in radio and television oh, before yeah. I went into teaching. So when you're giving the news reports and, you know, oh, on camera yeah. and all that stuff, you're, you're speaking a lot. So that's what my doctor, and in fact, when um, I was finally, you know, kind of, um, you know, free, and he actually was made a plan where I could start with my cigars again. So, um, he, yeah, he's like, I know that you miss smoking your cigars. And he goes, we're going to start you back. And he never disencouraged me. And this is my oncologist. So there Amazing. you go. Yeah. Hell yes. 
<laughs> wow. Well, I'm so glad you got through that. My God, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Glad you can smoke again. <laughs> yes, me too. Me too. Yes. So, um, but it was, you know, he told me he's like, you can't go smoking back as like, as often as you did and as much as you did. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I had to slowly ease into it and build back up to where I could. Right. Right. So. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, so. so tell us about the Leaf and Grain Society. Okay, so it is, uh, it is there's three of us who are co-owners. We have uh, Gray Beard, who was kind of like the main idea behind this. And the three of us hung out at a local lounge. Um, and our local lounge is... Uh, underground out in Fort Worth. That is how all three of us met. Um, because there's no way we would have met at all wow. if it weren't for cigars. I mean, and we all attributed to that, even though we like the totally. same thing, but we wouldn't have met each other, you know? So, um, we, we would sit around a lounge talking about like this cigar, what it would be like to pair it with other things, what notes we were getting about, out of it. And then, um, Leaf, leaf and grain was born it was just kind of you know let's talk about it let's set up once a month a bottle night at our local lounge and people bring a bottle we help them pair it with a cigar we talk about it and we enjoy it so that's uh that's one aspect is like it started kind of like hey let's meet up at the lounge pair a cigar talk about it what notes we get then um he did a live on Instagram and then I did a live on Instagram. And then we said, Hey, why don't we have a show with leaf and grain? And we call it the twisted pair. So, uh, we have different guests on, um, you know, we've had Sin and Josh on, we've had Eric with black star, uh, black line star. We've, um, and now my mind's going blank. We've had Greg free, you know, queer daily but we've also had people for like bourbons because, you know, part of enjoying your cigar is pairing it with something to drink. Totally. And, um, and it either enhances it or it deters it. Cause there's sometimes when people will be smoking a cigar and says, this is the worst cigar I've ever had. And it's not the cigar. It's what you're drinking exactly. that completely changes it. And, and, and it's usually, you know, even people who've been doing it for a long time don't really realize that their drink has that impact on them. So true. So, yeah. So we're all about exploring, educating people. So that's what we do with Wednesday. We get them on, talk about what they have. And um, then there's the um, other side, which we have our Leaf and Grain Society website. And that's where we do write-ups, where... Um, I just recently wrote up about this uh, beautiful candela by Sebastian, um, and I paired it with Voodoo, um, it, which was a different IPA than this one. Oh, and yes. it's nineteen. Yeah, and if you ever can, if you can get a nineteen eighty five, yeah, Voodoo Ranger New Belgium. That is the best ipa citrus ipa that i've had i love it because you get the guava and the mango and if you compare it with a candela or you know a honduras it's going to be fabulous so we yeah we write about that uh i just created a new cocktail it's going up on the website uh matt 
Matt, who is our chef, he's a classically trained chef. He uh, cooks. And so he has recipes that you compare. So not only can you compare your cigar with a drink, add a meal to it. Because in oh, snack, yeah. it doesn't have to be a meal. I mean, I eat and smoke. And I have like sometimes a sweet tooth. And we are also not scared to challenges. We have people at challenges say, hey, can you pair this with this and this? We'll go for it. Or Greybeard will give me a challenge. And then I'm like, okay, here's your challenge. So um, it's educating the culture of cigars, spirits, uh, coffee, tea. Uh, one thing that we had got to do was um, create our own coffee. Um, I love coffee. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> that, I think that was, yes, I think when I was eight years old, my dad started, we started drinking, this sounds like some people would like probably freak out nowadays about it. <laughs> right. But uh, I started drinking probably coffee when I was eight years old. That's amazing. I started amazing. drinking wine. Yeah, and I started drinking wine at eight years old. It's <laughs> amazing. Because we, we, lit, we, we, we had our main house here in Texas, but we traveled abroad all the time. So, you know, I lived in Spain for a summer and oh, wow. so you don't, you don't drink the wine. It's like, they give, they give wine when they're like three years old, two years old. There's no judgment there or whatever. So, yeah. uh, so that's when I started and I had a love and appreciation and I was sitting with one of our friends. He has, uh, he did the coffee with us and I was like, what about a whiskey coffee? And I know it's been done. But I don't want a wet age one because you can still taste that ethanol oh. from the wet, okay. wet coffee, whiskey coffee. Uh, and so we did a dry age barrel coffee. Oh my God, this sounds so good. It was not my kids, which I, I don't know. I think I, they probably, when their grandmother dropped them on their head, I'm going to blame that. They're not big <laughs> coffee. Like, the oldest ones aren't big coffee kids. Weird. Yeah. And they loved my coffee. They were like, mom, this is the best coffee ever. So that, yeah, that made me feel like really, really proud. And then we also created a cigar and it's a Nicaragua, Nicaraguan uh, binders and fillers. And the um, wrapper is San Andreas. That's so my that was, favorite combo. Oh my God. That's my favorite. Yeah. I got to try that. Wow. It is phenomenal. My sons, because my sons are of age. I want to put that out there as well. Because <laughs> yeah. I know that like, what? So, yeah, I, right. my, so I do have two sons that are 22. One of them is almost 23. And uh, when my sons come home, we do, when they come to visit me, it's cigar time. They come sit in the lounge. We have cigar create memories it's one of the it's one of the most beautiful things it's something that I'm passionate about we can enjoy they know that mom's chill she's cool she's not gonna like yell at me if I tell her something um so it it is just it's a beautiful what I call my mom it's my moments instead of they're my moment (laughs) and um so now my son-in-law he got to have his first cigar with me. And oh, good. He, yeah. And they've all, and, and then one of my daughters-in-laws have, has had it. 
So I would say what four four out of my I guess six seven kids now I can't keep track of them <laughs> have have tried it and they all have started off they all have smoked my cigar and they've all drinking my coffee so that that so cool it, yeah it's one of the coolest moments you know yeah to be able to share yeah. that with them Ugh. yeah I love it. So that's kind of what leaf and grain is in a nutshell. So <laughs> that is so, so cool. So how do you pair? Like, what do you look for? And what's your favorite pairing? Okay. My, I have, oh, see, that's like asking me to pick my favorite <laughs> so <child>. hard, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and, and people are going to think that I'm partial to Cavalier with Sebastian and they're going to be like, oh, I do love Sebastian. He is a phenomenal man. Um, Cavaliers is just, it's, it's one of those boutique cigars that they just knock it out of the park. And it's a good cigar to start pairing with. So uh, he has this white series. It's a white Cavalier white series with a white band. And um, a red ganache old world wine. Wow. Yes. Paired. Now, here's, here's with Sour gummy worms. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so that is interesting because I love eating sour candy with a cigar. It, and I always you know thought, and I don't tell people that a lot because I feel like it's weird. It's it shouldn't crazy. go together, but it totally does. It's perfect. Yes. It's perfect together. So, um, that one is just, that's, that's a go-to for me. I was doing that, like, probably back when I didn't know, like, what the heck I was doing with cigars, you know? Um, and so I was just like, I'm craving sour gummy worms, and I'm craving red wine, and I'm craving a cigar, so why not? Try it. Yeah. And that is, that's one of my favorite ones. Another one is, um, I had a white... Uh, white chocolate espresso. Oh my god! With a cinnamon roll that was white chocolate and chocolate, and then I smoked Edgar Hoyle's um, Osoc, and that is a San Andreas wrapper, binder, and filler. Wow! And everybody's like, "That's going to be too much chocolate." I'm not sure. My uh, business partner, Graybeard. Um, he was like, I said, come on, you got to try it. And he was like, okay, I'll try it. Cause like, whenever we say challenge up, let's do it. He, he, he does it. I do it with no questions asked. We just do it. That's like one of his favorite pairings was right there. Wow. That sounds so delicious. Mm-hmm. Wow. Was it, it wasn't the whiskey espresso, was it? No, no. it was was not. Um, That'd be good. It was, <laughs> yeah, and you know I've actually had it with the whiskey coffee, and it was like that was like one thing was when you're and especially when you're into pairing as much as Greybeard and I are, and we talk about it on the show. You, we, I think we kind of have to step it up more and be willing to try different things. So yeah. we we wanted to try like our coffee and our cigar with different, like with the coffee, we had to try it with different cigars, you know, um, you know, because like, you know, sometimes you get that, 
floral uh, taste from a cigar. Sometimes you'll get that, you know, the, you know, the hot, peppery, spicy flavor. Mm -hmm. And sometimes coffees don't go well with those peppery ones. And especially if it's got a, and especially if it has a hint of like caramel and brown sugar with vanilla, you're like, Mm, it's not going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be too much. But that was one thing that we did. We tried every different cigars that we could think of with the coffee, and it was phenomenal. And then whenever we tried um, different uh, drinks, we tried champagne, we tried, tried LA scotch, we tried, you know, tea. You know, that's like one thing. Tea is a hard thing to pair with. People don't realize yeah. Because it's so in your face, a lot of times the flavor can be more, and if you keep it too long, and it, you know, so you've got to be careful with your teeth. So that's one thing um, is we wanted to make sure that it was. So we had a bunch of stuff to test it with, and sure enough, um, we managed to come up with something, and we white banned it with uh, Providencia, and it's rolled through Noel Rojas. So. Um, yeah. So if you know Noel, he's never done anything bad. Providencia has never done anything with their labels on it. So they asked us what we wanted to do. And San Andreas is one of Greybeards and I's favorite with the Nicaraguan because we like that spice. So uh, it turned out beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. You know, my new favorite pairing right now is an assortment of cheeses. It is the craziest thing because like, I do one cheese and then I take a puff. I'm like, oh, my God, that's a totally mm-hmm. different flavor than just a regular puff. Then I take a sip of soda water, another piece of cheese, another puff. And I'm like, I'm smoking a totally different cigar. And then yeah. I, do it, I do it again. And then the cheese tastes different after you smoke the cigar for a little while. Then the cheese starts to taste different. It, it's like the funnest experience I feel so bad for whoever's with me because I'm so focused. I'm like, ooh, this tastes like this. And I'm just like eating all the cheese and smoking, not even looking at the person that's with me. (laughs) It's so cool. I am so glad that you brought that up because we've done cheese too, you know. And a lot of people pair it with the wines and stuff. But no, just with the cigar, like I, I, um, I love, you know, I'm from Texas. So I'm a meat girl, meat. I love my steak and all that stuff. So I will, I will do like pepperoni, salami, like a charcuterie board with all the different meats and almonds. If you have like toasted Mm -hmm. almonds and then you do the different cheese and even the different crackers, it is just like, you're right. You're in a zone. No one can talk to you. And then you add preserves to that. And then you can change it and say, okay, I'm going to try this cracker with this preserve, this meat, you take a bite of it, and then you say, okay, I'm going to cleanse my palate, like how you were talking about, puff the cigar, eat, and you're like, oh my gosh, you, you notice flavors, and then you go the other way, which I'm so glad you said that, because sometimes people just go one way. They puff, drink, puff, drink. They don't drink, then puff. And it changes. You're missing out on things that you didn't notice. It's yes. just like amazing yeah yeah and it, it doesn't just change the flavor of the cigar it changes the flavor of your food and 
your drink and it ooh, and then you get different experiences throughout the cigar you know just like regular smoking without pairing so you're getting different experiences with the whole platter and the drink and this oh it's just my favorite thing right now <laughs> and the sad thing is is like i could it, and it gets you in trouble because you are so you're so focused and then it's kind of like like my like my kids will come in and they're so funny because they're like they'll see my pairing journal out because we have a pairing journal that we put you know and it kind of it helps people start not to pair because it's like yeah this is something that you know people have been pairing in the cigar world but it, we haven't talked about it we right. only talked about it with bourbon exactly it's so true so that that's another reason why Leaf & Grain said, why is nobody talking about this? Because this is phenomenal. All the cigar people do it. They don't realize they're doing it. But then when they realize it a little bit, they talk about it and it becomes a discussion. So let's, let's educate people. Let's have them explore it. And let's do something about it. And so eventually we're going to have our goal is to have a subscription with different samples of beverages, adult beverages for them to try with a cigar with a couple of different cigars. And then eventually we would like to have a pairing room where we cook a meal based around certain cigars and we bring you different drinks during different courses of that meal. So that is, that's eventually going to be, you know, it might not be for a while, but uh, that's our goal because, like, how many people would love that? That would be amazing. And it's okay if it's not for a while because I don't want to come there in the summer anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have air conditioning. But, yeah, okay. it is. Like, yeah, today was, like, when we walked outside, we're like, oh, it's so cold out. And I'm like, this is bad when you're saying 94 is cold. <laughs> I would die. I hate being hot too. I hate it. Oh my gosh. And my friends keep trying to get me to move to Austin. And I'm like, I just don't know if I can do it physically. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a, it's a, we would always go up north during the summer. We would escape. Like I'd go up north. Even though you talk about humidity, Texas does have its humidity. So, um, but we would always escape and so or go to Florida to be at the beach you know and uh but it's funny because last time I I did a trip I think it was last year to Florida Hurricane Elsa came everybody else and I'm like no I planned I'm going down to have little Havana and I'm gonna go to the cigars and I'm gonna smoke on the beach I have been planning this my bottom's gonna sit in the sand smoke a cigar, drink, and I'm going to Little Havana. I want the Cuban coffee. I had my trip planned. I don't care if Elsa came. She can't can stop me. She hadn't met me. She hadn't met Ashrad. So I did it anyway. I had a time. It rained like maybe for 24 hours. The hurricane, we were on the beach. It wasn't, I was like, tornadoes are worse than this. Yeah. You know, and um, enjoyed it. But this year I'm going my daughter moved to South Dakota, so I'm going to go visit her. Oh, cool. That'll yeah. be fun. Yeah, I'm going to Florida in a couple weeks to Naples, and I'm going to go to the Burn by oh. Rocky Patel. So excited. Very, very cool. Very so cool. 
Yeah, my mom gave me that address and I was like, of course I have to look up cigar lounges of where I am. And I saw a burn. I was like, are you kidding me? It's like right there. (laughs) So stoked. (laughs) And and I'm glad, like I, whenever I travel, I look up what lounges are there too. Oh yeah. Because you never know what you're going to come across. Yeah. Think about how many cigars are out there in this world. Exactly. And especially, that's what I try to do when I go to a cigar lounge is what's your house cigar? I want to smoke the house cigar. You never know what you're going to find, what you're going to love. And and it's always amazing how different regions have certain cigars versus other ones. Yeah. Like uh, my favorite cigars is Curavari. They're my favorite company. And no Mm -hmm. one in New York has heard of them. They're not here. You can't find them. <laughs> I get them from my dad's shop in Virginia still. <laughs> can't find them here. Oh, wow. So yeah, and it's like Texas. In Texas, only has, there's only a few lounges that have them. They're not. It's crazy because they're so yeah. inexpensive, too. Mm-hmm. And they're just so good. The quality. Oh, my God. I could talk about them forever. I talk about them in every episode. Let's move on. <laughs> Until they sponsor me, I'm not saying anymore. I'm just kidding. I love Kiribati. <laughs> well, and you also brought up something else that's really good. It's like a lot of people are scared to not try cigars because of the price point. Yeah. And that's another thing is, you know, one thing that Greybeard and I, like on, on the show and even on the website with the articles and stuff that we're writing, we're trying to get people over that stigma. Yeah. Because it's important. That that is huge because everybody thinks that they have to smoke a Davinoff. And I'm not knocking Davinoff, y'all, because I enjoy my Davinoff. I love like the late hour is one of my favorite ones. There's several other ones that I really enjoy that are by the Davinoff. But my real job outside of this is in education. And and everybody can laugh at the salary of people in education, you know? So, um, so I, to me, that's been something that's been exciting is because people have like, Hey, you really talked about it and you said it was really, really good. And I wouldn't have tried it because it was like $5 and it's one of, now it's like their, their go-to stick. That is what they love to smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Kiravari has a cigar that's $5 and it looks just like a Padron, and it smokes just like a Padron, and it is delicious. It's five dollars yep. for yeah. comparable to a Padron. Like, yeah, you can't beat it. Yeah, try so, it. Try it, everyone. Don't 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 knock the little not the you know yeah. lower price of cigars. So I just got to give my shout out for the the so little people. So true. So you're in education. What do you do? I'm an educational diagnostician. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, what that is, is I evaluate students for learning disabilities, for um, dyslexia, uh, disabilities like in reading, math, um, you know, with their handwriting. Um, I also, just, uh, you know, autism is a big one. I evaluate students with autism. And um, emotionally disturbing. So, wow. Yeah. 
How did so, you get into that? That's amazing. So um, a long time ago, I said three things in life. You know, when you're young, you're driven, you're focused. I said, I never wanted to have children. I <laughs> never wanted to be in education, to be a teacher. And I never would drive like a minivan or a Suburban. <laughs> yeah, um, I drove a minivan. I had five kids and I've been in education for 20, 26, 25 years, something like that, wow. 24 years around there. Yeah, it, it, it's, been, it's been for a long time. And at first I started out and I was teaching English my first year. And um, I was in a district where I was the very last person hired because I was in radio and television and satellite radio came out. And so they had cut my hours and cut my pay to where I was like, I'm not doing this crap anymore. I was like, I'm basically, you're getting me free. I'm doing national news syndication. Um, You know, other companies are asking for me. So I quit. I was just like, I quit. And um, and so I decided that I was going to stay home with my son. I was like, hey, I can do this, you know, be a stay-at-home mom. I did that, and I was miserable. I I love my boys, but I needed that adult social interaction. And someone's like, you're really good with your sons. Why don't you become a teacher? I was like, (laughs) and I'm like, wait a minute. They only work, they get this off, they get this off. Right? Yeah, I could do that. And I was like, it can't be that hard. Yeah, um, it is It is very, very hard. I think, um, so fast forward, I taught general education. I went into special education uh, the following year because um, I was like, hey, that would be cool. Um, and then about that time, my daughter was diagnosed with pervasive developmental disorder, which is a form of autism. And, um, so I fought like crazy, became a huge advocate for her. And then, uh, I did that for forever. Then I became an art facilitator, which is someone who, uh, conducts the meeting, talks to the kids. And then after that, I was like, I'm already basically a diagnostician. I might as well just go back to school to complete the education. You know, what? two more masters going to hurt, right? So I went back, did that, and I've been doing it. And um, it is the most rewarding job. It is one of the toughest jobs because you're sitting there having to talk to parents and tell them what's wrong with their child or their child's having difficulties, but they didn't qualify. Why didn't they qualify? Mm -hmm. You know? So, um, and then you have to explain that to the students too. Because wow. a lot of parents are like, can you explain this to my child? Because da, da, da. So um, mm. it's a lot of work, a lot of writing reports, a lot of, um, it is. It, I, I thought it would be easy. You know, I, teaching was difficult. But once I found my pattern, I was like, okay, this isn't hard. But uh, this, like so this last two years especially with COVID going on gosh yeah and um education has made a huge change because of it 
um, and everybody wants to get every kid tested. And if someone doesn't qualify, you have a teacher yelling at you, cussing at you. I've been cussed out by teachers. I've been cussed oh out by parents. God. Yeah. And, um, and they're screaming because the kid didn't qualify. And I didn't do it right, and they want someone else to do it. So oh they're... Gosh. Yeah, and to evaluate a kid, it takes over 40 hours just for one kid. Oh so God, so when you're evaluating, I think this year I did about like 30-something kids. I evaluated 30-something <sighs> kids. Plus had to do my regular job on top of that because you have to hold their annual ARDS meetings every single year. So you're doing that on top of that. So, um, wow. yeah. So that's, that's what I'm doing, but I'm hopefully, you know, our goal is that leaping brain takes off. So that way I can retire from that and go into that time. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so cool. Man, you are busy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's incredible. I admire you for that. That's so cool. Well, well, thank you so much. So uh, we appreciate it, but um that it's kind of my uh this is my escape leaf and grain is my therapy oh yeah exactly good need to have that escape I mean that's an emotionally draining job that you have you gotta have that moment where you're just quiet you know just yeah. smoke and meditate and move on what's <laughs> that right how are the cigar lounges where you're at? Do you have a lot? Do you have a favorite one? Oh, that that's one thing. Okay, so I will tell you about Texas. All right. Florida is Florida is number one with, you know, the cigar lounges, uh, the tobacco laws not being as strict as other states. Uh, <laughs> of course. Uh, fair. <laughs> and in Texas, we are number two. Ah. You would be, yes, you would be amazed about how many people who roll and blend and come from Texas, like uh, Cavalier. That, that's a brand that does really well on the East Coast, um, is Cavalier. Uh-huh. It's a smoke gold, stay gold, you know, represent. Sebastian just lives over here in Dallas. Noel wow. Rojas with street tacos. If you haven't had the street tacos, those are phenomenal, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> Someone have you had street tacos yet? No. Oh. I, I have from here, just like random ones. I've only found one that I'm in love with in Brooklyn. I go to Brooklyn to get them sometimes. They're so yes. good. So, Noel Rojas has a cigar called Street Taco. So, if you have not smoked a street taco, oh. that I've is... had the tacos one with the orange label, or is it different? Yes. yes. It's orange. Street? Okay. So, love Noel that Rojas. One. He's from North Dallas. He's from North Dallas, Texas. So we got that. We have Providencia, which are guys that live in the Keller area. We have Two Six Two. They are from like Grapevine, Colleyville area, where they have it. And then um, I haven't even like those are just the ones that I can think of off the top of my head that are just like, hey, they're coming down smoking. Ohana. That's another. Uh, brand that's been a, been around and they do a lot of things with distilleries which is really really cool they do a lot of events with things like that but just in my area with my lounges I would say there are probably about like a hundred oh wow just 150 just within the DFW 
area. I kind of like Atlanta. Atlanta has yeah. hundreds. We have oh more. God. Yeah, we have more than Atlanta. We have that's more than Atlanta. Crazy. Yeah, like Definition Cigars. That's that's another cigars. They're based out of Dallas Fort Worth area. I mean, it's just like you think about a lot of boutiques. I smoke a lot of boutique cigars. Yes. So a lot of the boutique cigars are from the DFW, what? even Houston area. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is really really cool. Wow, so you're in a good spot. Phenomenal spot. And we have a lot of breweries. So, and we have a lot of distilleries. So, uh, Texas is getting big about making their own bourbons and, you know, uh, rye. I love rye. Rye are like totally my favorite. So, because um, I like the sweetness. Remember, I was telling you how the sweet is. Yes. I think that's why like the rye got a little bit sweeter to it. So, we yes. have a lot of. We have a lot of distilleries, and so it's just to me, it's it's heaven. I, I wouldn't move the in our lounges are air conditioning, so I'm just like okay. <laughs> yeah, prime location, like, air conditioning, yeah. you're good. <laughs> yes. yes, and I live 30 minutes in between Dallas and Fort Worth, so. Okay, nice. Yeah, so if I want to hit up the lounges in Dallas, I'll go out there. Um, and we even have a restaurant, and it's called Chamberlain, and it's a cigar lounge, and you can have steaks there. Oh, oh my God. Three I course want that so bad right now. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah. So, I, that's what I love. But, like, my home lounge where I have an actual locker is the underground. Um, it. One of the owners is Don in Wiggins, and he is known as the king of boutiques. Um, he's given a lot of the guys their start, you know, like um, Black uh, Black Line Star. I don't know if you've ever smoked the Warwick, the La, La Bella. Uh, then, um, and actually, uh, Black Label Trading Company, um, Ezron, Ezron Cigars. They are from Texas as well. Oh. Uh, Warfighter, Warfighter is another uh, Texas, uh, you know, cigar company. And so he's given these guys their, you know, they credit him for a lot of them giving his start. Noel Rojas was one of them. And um, so you can find them and then he has an event and I love events. Events are always fun. So if you can always go to an event, go, go. Yes. You never know who you might meet. Yes. And, and Luciano, that's, that's another one. Um, I don't know if you smoked any of Ace Prime cigars. Luciano, dear, dear yes. uh, friend. Uh, we, dear friend, he probably knows more about cigars than anybody else I know. Wow. Just to sit there and pick his brain about cigars, phenomenal. And um, he uh, he's done events where he comes and he you get he'll roll a cigar for you oh, and he teaches you all all about the tobacco leaf and stuff. So uh, we sponsor a lot of evenings like that with Luciano yes. Ace Prime Crownhead is another big one. So we've sponsored events with uh, different people, leaf and grain. So it encourages people to come out because sometimes they're like, well, I don't want to go. I don't know what to expect. So, um, and we always have fun doing that. Yeah. Come find out. 
<laughs> That's so fun. God, you got everything there. Yes. And we, and we get cold weather, too. Snow. In the That's winter. crazy. <laughs> I don't believe you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, we just shut everything down because we don't know how to drive on it. <laughs> you get just a free week of vacation. Yeah, free week <laughs> off in February. You last February, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we always get February off for a week because of snow. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. So, so you, at least you need to, have you been to Austin or Dallas? Austin's a little fun place to go. You know, when I was, like, younger, I think I was in Dallas, but I don't, like, remember it. I need to visit Austin. I used to live in Asheville, North Carolina, and everyone said that Asheville is just a smaller version of Austin. So I'm like, I gotta visit. I have two friends there. Like, how have I not been there yet? <laughs> um, it, it's a very, um, a lot of distillery lounges and stuff allow you to smoke there, yes. too. So, um, you know, there, there you go with your pairing right there. So right. you have to come down. You have to come down to Texas. Yes. Oh, my gosh, I will. And I'll definitely let you know when I do. Yeah. I'm making my and trip around Texas when I go there. I want to find because they've got everything. They've got all the cigars. i got to go to all of it. Yes. And Smoker Abbey's is actually in Austin. They're building, they, they're building the new lounge that opens up in the fall. In the Austin area. Oh. Yeah. So. Ah. Okay. <laughs> there. See, and I love that you're doing matches. It, it, I'll tell you a secret. For me, I am the worst lighter for matches. So I, I get three... See, in, in, at practice, but even with practice, so you're going to have to tell me your secret. I have to get three matches, three, I get three little short matches, like the medium to length. Yeah. And I like them at all three at once. Whoa. And that's the only way, that's the only way I can light what, my cigar one time with yeah. all three matches. Oh my gosh. I have to have the big matches. Sorry, I just realized you can't see me. It's so dark outside. Oh, sorry. Well, I, I no, like to have the big matches. They're really long. Yeah. The small ones, I cannot do. I just burn myself. Yeah, I don't know how and, I got so used to it. I think the lounge that I worked at, I worked at a Davidoff lounge, and they only had matches. They didn't provide table lighters or anything like that. They only provided matches. So I think I just got so used to it from there. Not even the cedar? Not strip? even the cedar. No. Just matches. Wow. So I just got used to it. Yeah. I give you kudos for that. Even with the like long ones, I'm still not good at it. Yeah. It's, it was really hard to get used to, but I just kept burning myself, you know, and almost catching the place on fire. And then I got the hang of it. <laughs> no, I have burnt my nail. Ooh, ouch. I have burnt. Yeah, my favorite. Well, you can't. I can't fill. You know, fill the nails. But like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just burnt my nails, and and uh. I'm just like, uh. And it's so funny because when I go in, the lady with like my manicurist, she presses at me. She's like, she goes, "You use match?" And I said, "Yes." Yeah. And she goes, no "Match for you." And I was like, "How dare yeah, you?" She, 
Yeah, she but because she's like I have she's like I she's like now we have to have you know because I like these are my real nails you know my oh, nails and we put it, so we put the gel polish on top of it to keep them the length and everything and yeah she she fussed at me so I, I was just <laughs> like okay but with three I can do it and I don't burn my fingernails so well there you but, go whatever works man yeah <laughs> yeah but I give you kudos like that's major pop right there. So, so when you come down, when you come down, you'll, you'll have to give me one-on-one lessons, please. <laughs> totally. I got you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. It just, it does not look that dark outside as it does on my camera. Like I'm looking around and like, I feel like it's light, but I can't see myself in the camera. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like I'll go outside and it's light. And like I have, if I decide to go outside to do the show, and and let me tell you, um, so I have a ski lounge in my my garage, right? So I got air conditioning because like I couldn't handle it anymore. Oh hell no! And so I got air conditioning. It was so funny the other night. I had to turn it off because I was freezing in here. Oh my god! You know. <laughs> so now I have the air conditioning and I don't ever want to go back outside, but right. I had the same issue. It, I had, it was, it was bright as day outside, but it looked dark like that. It was crazy. I don't understand. So weird. I wish I had a light or something. Sorry. Like a lamp. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that's another reason I invested in one of the little circles. That's a good idea. I have a little one. I don't even know where it is. I never use it. Amazon. And it folds up. So if you travel, so when you go down to Florida, it gets about in a case this big. Oh, nice. Okay. I need to get that before I go. Yeah. And go bring live from the humidor. Yeah. Bring it with you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good idea. So there you go. <laughs> Well, See, like old women have their old women have their tricks up their sleeve. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So my question I like to ask everybody: if you could smoke with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be? Or you can do dead, one dead and one alive. One dead and one alive. Okay. Um, ooh. Last time. Um, and it, my answer always changes. I feel it, like mine does too. <laughs> yeah, because I was sitting there thinking, you know, okay, so, um, golly. Um, and, and usually I, I would say like, you know, I, I would have to say, I would want Jesus there, Team Jesus. I'm going to go with Team Jesus because you know that dude, had, he performed miracles, right? So you know he's gonna give you the yeah, (laughs) but he's gonna give you the best tobacco. So like if you have like a crappy cigar and it's purging or whatever, he can just zap it and perform a miracle, and you will have like the best juice in your cup and the best smoke. Exactly. uh, And I know some people are gonna be like, "That was so sacrilegious." You're going to hell for that. Okay, I'll see you there. Um, that was like uh, seriously because he could perform miracles. Like no, 
everybody agrees about that. They may not agree who he was or whatever, but they all agreed that he was the man who made miracles. So, I mean, you're not going to have a... You're not, yes. I'm going to have like these... Yes, I'm going to have the best wine with him and the best cigar. Um, so that would probably be my... That would be that. And then um, I... And see, here's the thing is I've had the opportunity to smoke cigars with people like Karen Berger. Yes. Holy, holy cow. So uh, it, you talk about um, the most beautiful, classy, humble woman, person. She is just beyond amazing. She, uh, wow. she and I got... She and I seriously talked and girl chatted because, you know, as women, there's not very many of us in this industry. There's a lot more than when I started back in the 1990s, okay, 90, you know, 96, 97. There, we were very rare. There was not very many of us back then, especially here in the United States. And so we got to talk about how far the industry has come. Yeah. What it's like to be a woman in this industry, what it's like to be a mom, what it's like to take these moments with our children and cherish them, what it's like to come up with new ideas to try to blend things, to try to create something different that people don't have it. And then like another one was like, you know, trying to get the uh, respect. Like Anya, Anya, I spoke with her. She was yes. awesome. She, you She's know, and so I know cool. she, she was, she was a badass, like total badass. I love her. Um, I've smoked with Sin and Josh. I've smoked with yes. Sebastian. I've smoked with Piano. I've smoked with Noel. I mean, so I have been extremely blessed to smoke Absolutely. with all these car legends, you know. And, you know, Greg Freeman was one. He was really cool just to sit and chill and get to know. Um, so, uh, but if I, if I had to say that, um, I would totally, I would sit and chill and smoke with Karen again because it was just instant. I, what I would really love is, here's one I haven't smoked with, Angela Brown. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if you're familiar with Black Label Trading Company. They, uh, so I have met her husband. I was excited to meet him, loved him, but I was just like, I wish your wife was here. No, I said, <laughs> so she, she would be one that if I could sit and smoke with, I totally would love to chill with her just because she, he does, they work together phenomenally, but she is, I wouldn't, and I don't think he would disagree with me on this. I think she's the backbone of Ove, Oveja Negra, which is, you know, wow. black, black label trading company. Because yeah. she makes sure that factory is doing what it's supposed to, the blends and everything, the quality control. Yes. So, uh, yeah, she, she is badass and she is who she is and she makes no apologies. But she's a beautiful, quiet spirit as well. Um, just from, you know, hosting and James is kind of that way too. And by the way, they're originally from Texas. So, haha. Another, oh, another <laughs> you know, kind of like Drew, uh, um, Southern Draw, they're from, yes. you know, they're based out of that. 
Oh, uh, I'm telling you, Texas is the place to be. Damn. So, um, <laughs> Roman Crash, we've got Roman Crash here too. So, uh, yeah, we do. So, I think she would, she would be, um, because I haven't smoked with her. So, she's going to be like, I would love to sit down and just, you know, listen to her because I know she would be truthful about the ins and outs of running a factory. Right. I would love to pick her brain. And uh, her son's the same age as my daughter. Uh, we both have 14-year-olds. So um, we, could, we could talk about that high school. We could connect kind of like that as a mom. Oh, yeah. As well. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. That would be so cool. Man, I'd what about to pick you? her brain, too. Oh, man. I feel like mine changes every time, too. I've said uh, Quentin Tarantino, my favorite movies. So I would love to pick his brain. Like, how the hell do you come up with this shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Betty White. Don't know if she ever smoked, but oh, right. Yes, Betty White. Betty yes. White. Oh yeah, Lucy Ricardo too. Yes. Oh my God, I want to smoke with the Golden Girls. <laughs> Just, but Betty White, yeah. Betty White was, she was, she was badass. Oh my God, up, up so badass. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good I one, like right? that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anyone else right now. Those are the ones on the top I, of my I'm head. I'm feeling her neck. I'm yeah. feeling her neck. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so fun. So where can everybody find you on social media? Okay. So, and websites. Uh, so I'm going to give all of that great thing. Thanks for asking. So if you look up uh, for Instagram, I am fine, fine, F-I-N-E, Ash, like you, A-S-H, not the other one, guys, Red, R-E-D, 77. So um, that is my Instagram. And then also we have uh, Leaf and Grain Society. And a lot of people spell Leaf like and, A-N-D. That's not how we do it. We do Leaf, L-E-A-F, the letter N, Grain, G-R-A-I-N, and then Society. Uh, that's, our, that's on Instagram. And then for uh, Facebook, we do have a Leaf and Grain Facebook page, a group where we, uh, you know, where we post on that. And we also have a Discord, all of that beautiful new technology stuff. Because uh, Gray Beard, he's a technology expert. And then also we, we have, uh, like, I love our website. We have, uh, I think I might be biased, but um, I've had other people tell me. It's we have gorgeous. a phenomenal Thank you. Um, we have a uh, website. It's Leaf in Grain. The letter N, not and Leaf in Grain Society um, website. And so that way you can, it talks about uh, Graybeard. He is a bourbon, um, I don't want to say, he's a bourbon steward, wine sommelier, um, and then working towards a cigar. Um, I'm working towards my cigar. I'm also um, working toward my brewery. Nice. You know, uh, yeah, brewery. 
And then, you know, eventually coffee will be there. And of course, wine will be added into that. Um, And uh, Spice Man, he creates his own spices. He's a chef. So he puts out those recipes. We also put the latest with cigar news. Uh, We are um, a part of like the media with like the PCA and all that information. So um, we also write articles about cigars, whiskey, different uh, IPAs. If you ever uh, reach out to us, ask us questions, we will make sure that we answer it. Every Wednesday, we do have the Twisted Pair that goes live on Instagram at 6.30. So um, you can get to it from uh, my thing, my Instagram or just Graybeard's um, Instagram and Lincoln Gray. So we always put that information up there. So, um, I, I, and there's probably more that <laughs> yeah. I haven't added. I, I'm not technology savvy, so I apologize. <laughs> well, I'm sure you can find it on Instagram. There's a link or something like that to everything. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if you go to my page, there's a link to all of it. So I, I do have that. Yes. So, yes. Good, good. How's your cigar doing? Um, it is perfect. And, and here's another thing is a lot of people don't like Candela. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not going to try it. I'm not going to try it. Um, I have managed to convince like four or five people to try this Candela. And now they just like, it's the, their only Candela and they want to smoke it all the time. Wow. Because I am a big believer because another question I get asked and, and you probably get this what's your favorite cigar you know okay no, no. <laughs> I'm a mood smoker it depends yes. on my mood yes. you know and and the weather has a lot to play with that too as so well true. and because like if it's hot and humid you're not going to want to go for a heavy cigar a full body cigar a lot I mean yeah, even with the coffee stout or something like that, because yeah. it's just the heat gets to you. If you haven't hydrated and, you know, you're not that you're not going to feel like that. So um, um, it is perfect because I do have uh, a couple like the garage doors open just because it is pretty outside. Um at 94 <laughs> <laughs> nice at 94 yeah exactly. but I also have uh my air my air conditioning because let me tell you if it was just 94 I would not be sitting out on my back patio with the lights on no, Ugh, no. It, it would and the IPA this one is the one that I did I, I was kind of nervous about this is um it's funny because when you have an adult children and I, I don't know if you do this with your, your dad, you know, if you smoke cigars with him uh-huh. and enjoy that moment, but my kids come over and, you know, we smoke cigars as I stated, but they also want to try whatever the latest IPA or yeah. bourbon or whiskey or, you know, one son like scotch, another one's not a big scotch one. I have one that really loves all the stouts that I have in my refrigerator. Another one that's like not. So it's fun because they come over and they, I have a full big refrigerator in here and it's just holds my beer. Then I have another, one of my daughters likes wine. So she comes over, I have a, like a wine door 
So she opened that. Yeah. So, and um, there are always, this summer I've been creating different cocktails. And one of them that uh, we just posted is infused with jalapeno, simple syrup. Oh my God. All right. Who needs to go to the cigar lounges? I'm just coming to your house. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need to go to the yeah, and it's, and it's so funny because, like, it, it, so people ask me, like, how many cigars I have. Oh, I, don't I, know. I, I don't know. Like, that's, like, one thing I'm like, well, I have, uh, I think it's, it's, like, almost two to three. I, I want to say it's almost 2,500, a little bit more than that. It's, it's insane. That's it's insane. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and it, it hasn't always been like that. I want to add that to that. You know, um, it, it's taken me a while to accumulate that. And um, so, it, you know, yeah, you just come over here and we'll have wine, different styles. But I infused, um, I wanted to make my own infused simple syrup. So um, mm. I'm creating, as my backdrop, this is like horrible. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's um, As... As um, I'm creating different summer cocktails, and this one is, I've called, it's the Spicy Yellow Rose Infusion. Oh, so my it's got, God. It's got, it's got some mango, lime, tahim, and tequila. So I'm not going to tell you how much. You're going to have to go to the website to check it out. Um, and it, that's what I called it, is I'm a huge Texas person. I love, love Texas, born here, will die here. Um, and um, I'm that Texan, yeah. And so, so this summer, I'm working on creating different cocktails to pair with different cigars. And, and then it also has tahini, which is very big for um, the Mexican culture down here. Mm-hmm. Um, is I, I have taught a lot of Hispanic students, a lot of Latin students, and I've been blessed where they have brought me into their culture. They've introduced me to foods that I may not have oh, tried. Yes. And uh, one thing that is in, in my daughter's actually, uh, my son-in-law is Hispanic. And so we have a lot of Latin dishes at the house. And so anytime he's like, okay, mom, you need to try this tequila with this and da, 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 da. So I'm going to, that's what my summer project is, is to working on different cocktails. So I'm hoping to do at least two a month that I'm creating. Man, you are a busy, busy person. (laughs) You've got a lot of stuff. That is just so cool. But it's your passion. So I bet doesn't even feel yes. like work, right? Yeah. No, it's it so doesn't. Cool. Like, I love it. It's like I start off my day with coffees. I'm always doing something different with coffees. Um, I do. And, and it's kind of funny because, like, my youngest one, who's 14, she's a coffee addict. Mm-hmm. Um, and I make no apologies for that. Hell no. And um, so she is always like, okay, mom, are you doing a French press? Are you doing a pour over? Are you doing an espresso? What are you going to add to it? Are you going to make your own flavoring? Are you going to make your own stuff? Because she wants to try. So, and she is honest about doing, yeah. And she's great because she'll be honest about her feedback. She'll be like, oh, this is gross. You should, don't ever make this again. 
Oh, so, you need uh, her. <laughs> yeah, I need her in my life because she's very honest about it. Um, and so I've done my thing this summer is is what I want to try is like a, a because it depends on where the region is where your coffee beans are, it, right. and that's what I love about coffee. that jalapeno infusion mm-hmm. and I'm going to mix it with San, San Andreas coffee. Yes, to make it that a cold spice bread. and spice. Yes, spice and sweetness. It goes together. So true. Oh, Just, sounds so you know, so that, that's the goals for the summer. I only have uh, four more weeks off before I have to go back, but um, I've dedicated uh, one weekend every month to creating and pairing so that way um, people might be interested in trying something and uh, they might create a drink off what we have too. Right. Oh, so cool. So It's going to be a good summer. <laughs> it is. It is. Yes. I wish it was longer though. I wish I know, school didn't right? start until September. Yeah. It, when I was a when I was a kid, it started in September, like mid September. Yeah, and that's how it used to be. Now it starts early August. That's so weird. Why did they do that? And so that way, I don't. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I should know because I'm in education <laughs> and I've been doing this for. But I remember my senior year. My senior year. I never went to school until after Labor Day, right? Yeah. My senior year, I we started school, and I, my birthday's in August, like August 16th. Mm-hmm. We started school like August the 8th. And I told my mom, I said, I have gone my entire education without going to school on my birthday. I'm not starting now. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, okay, you don't have to. She's like, you don't have to. She's like, because we were always on trips for my vacation. I, I, yeah. Disney World, you know, wherever. And I was in Spain one year for my birthday. Awesome. And so, yeah. So um, never home for my birthday. And she's like, where do you want to go? Well, all my friends are like, oh, we're going to do this for your birthday. We're going to do this for your birthday. I was like, mom, I'm going to school. But instead of eating half the food, can you have something catered to me? I was such yes. a little kid. So in my <laughs> Hey, it's your birthday. And, and you my parents, <laughs> yeah, and my parents catered because I only went to school. There was only twenty three of us in my class, so my parents catered a, a birthday meal at school for my birthday. Oh, that's so fun! So, oh, you're yes. in Spain. I'm yes. going to Spain in October or November. <laughs> oh, 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 can I can I call in your suitcase and go with yes, you? We would have fun. Totally can. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Barcelona. Oh, I have, that's where one of our apartments was. It was in Barcelona. No yeah. Oh, you give me all the tips. Yes. yes. Phenomenal food. And that's like oh, another thing is like, so this is so, this was so funny. 
and I'm, I'm going to kind of spill. Like we, I was talking uh, to one of the women in the cigar industry, and she she was shocked because she thought because in Europe you you get to smoke freely more like the cigars. It's not like it is here in the United States. And so you're at a cafe, you can light up and smoke, but there's not as many women who smoke cigars over in Barcelona was one of the places that we talked about. Interesting. As what you would think. More people are like more women still smoke the cigarettes. Right. They don't smoke the cigars. But she said people looked at her, were like kind of shocked (laughs) that she was smoking cigars. So, so that's one thing. But the food and the wine, oh, oh yes. God, it's not great. French fries with the olive oil. No, oh, shut up. Because they, they <laughs> fry, no, they deep fry them in olive oil. You can, and then you get the sea salt. You're oh, going to, like, like, seriously, I think when I stayed there, like, we lived there in the summer, I would usually gain about, like, 20 to 30 pounds come back and have to like lose the weight because I oh, ate yeah. the food. It's everything's fresh because they and don't prepared. have grocery stores. You go to the market. So, yes. yes. Oh, so, I can't wait. Yes. No, I and follow. So... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, it's close to other countries too. Exactly. So like we drove over to Switzerland. So it gives you opportunities to go. <gasps> yeah. It's not that far from Switzerland. Duh. Ooh, um, okay. We went to Italy, drove mm-hmm. to Italy. Um, we went to, drove over to Switzerland because it, w- it wasn't far. It was just like, you know, right there. So you're already over there. So what's a couple more hours of a drive? Or exactly. a short train. Train is very, train, you know, yes. how they, y'all have that up in New York. Texas, we don't have trains. Yeah, we, we have trains to DFW, but we don't have it like to go you know, anywhere. I miss yeah, subway. yeah, I miss the subway. I I wish we had a subway here. I it's know that sounds so crazy. much easier. I know I hate the subway, but it's so helpful, <laughs> especially if you don't feel like driving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I follow yeah. all these things on Barcelona on Instagram, and it's basically just food things. And I send them, I'm going with my mom and my friend and I just send them to them like every day. I'm like, look at this. We're going to eat here. We're going to eat here. It's just, I just want to eat the whole time. Oh, my friend that's coming is in Austin. You should just jump in her suitcase. I'll go down there and just jump in her suitcase and, you know, I'll I'll pay for the extra, you know, wait fee. So she doesn't have to worry about that. So I'll be good. Oh, so cool. Yeah, it's this beautiful. It's very beautiful. There. So you'll, yeah, you'll enjoy it. I will. Yes. Well, this has been perfect. Thank you so much for jumping on with me. Finally. I know we've been trying for like a week. <laughs> but yes. thank you. And I'm sorry for all of my mishaps from before. But no. we're here now. No. You got this. Yes. Yes. Thank you. So much for having um, me on and talking about leaf and grain and you know what we're doing and um, I know that you know I deeply appreciate it and I've enjoyed listening to your podcast. I meant to tell you this, but I've been like listening, yeah, 
So I've been listening to them. So I've enjoyed them. And uh, so now we're going to have to flip it. And I'm going to have to get you on the Twisted Pair. So, yes, please. Uh, I would love that. Yes, yes. So I will get to ask you the questions. <laughs> yes, that sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, and I love what you're doing with the Leaf and Grain Society, bringing everybody in this community together and the other communities, the coffee and bourbon, just bringing it all together. I just think that's so cool. Yes, because there, and that's the thing is, I just kind of want to add on to that. I know we're kind of, uh, but okay. I don't think that people realize, like, coffee and tea and bourbon go so well with cigars and it's basically the same process so true. how they produce the coffee how they produce the whiskey how they produce because they, they all go through a fermentation process just like cigars exactly. and yeah and like the soil and the region and how um, it brings out things. And um, earlier you did ask this, like how I know what to pair. Yeah. Is how a simple way for you to start off is, you know, don't be scared to reach out to people in the social media world. Uh, Gray Beard are always, and Spice are always willing to tell you and make suggestions. Um, one thing I started doing was, I would notice that one would pair something together. So I would try what they did, you know, yeah. just to kind of see. I was like, oh, I like that cigar. But a good way to look at it is from the region that the tobacco is grown or your drink is grown, your oh. coffee or whatever. You know that those soils will complement each other. So you have your complementary pairing. But then you also have your contrast pairings that will bring out the different notes that they're not in the same region. They're not. And one thing that I always tell people, especially like wine, everyone's like, wine is so hard to pair. How do you do it? What do you do? Um, if you've ever noticed, I don't, I don't know um, what it was like, you know, I don't remember because I was underage when I lived in New York and I couldn't drink yet. So um, <laughs> I couldn't go buy wine. But like yeah. here, example, like Total Wine is a wine store that we have, retailer yeah. here. If you look at what they would pair that with, what food, or if you look at the notes that they tell you that it has, that it's got like, you know, your plum, your stone fruits, or it's got this, then you could look at a pairing wheel and um, kind of figure out what you would like to smoke from there. Because if you know that if it's going to go really well with a heavy steak, Mm-hmm. pick up that Nicaraguan and smoke it that that heavy yeah. the peppery because you have your different regions in Nicaragua so and that's like another thing is everybody thinks Nicaragua tastes the same no oh. it's got the floral it's got the volcano it's got the pepper so that's like another thing is we encourage people to know the region and what region their tobacco is coming from so you know what flavors it's got with it we've uh we try to educate people on that um but if you kind of know the taste of that cigar and it says like on that wine, it would pair well with, you know, it's got lots of, you know, floral, you know, like lots of, you know, apricot or plum or cedar, then, you know, you could say, oh, this is a floral cigar and it would go really well with that. So that that's just kind of like a little that um, yeah. it's. Using stuff that you that's already out there 
to kind of help you go along with it. Very cool. Oh, that's good information. I like that. Now I want wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, I've enjoyed my IPA, but uh, I was like, I'm going to go in and have some um, Mexican food here oh, in God. a minute. So, so uh, yeah, but I'm thinking I'm going to have to make that spicy uh, yellow rose infusion. Because oh, that, yeah. that, that jalapeno simple syrup is like... Oh, amazing. Yeah, you have to have that Mexican food. Yeah, I mean. Oh, it sounds so good. <laughs> Enjoy so it be for me. <laughs> yes, I will. It'll, and that will be up on the website. And it, it's a real, it, I try to do something that's real simple and easy. Um, because I know yeah. not, I, I don't have the time to do it. But if it's hard or I have to go look for it and Amazon doesn't deliver it within a reasonable budget, then I'm going to try to make it. And all the stuff you can get at your local grocery store, sugar, water, jalapeno, boom, you're good to Easy. go. Simple syrup. Wow. Yeah. Simple, simple yeah. syrup. <laughs> simple, yeah. <laughs> and that's what I said in my article. I said, don't fret. It's simple to make. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Oh, yeah. So... But yes, thank you so much for yes. having me on and letting me allow, allowing me to talk about Wisdom Grain. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Thank you for jumping on and sharing everything. This has been perfect. Yes. So, and I will get with you. So when you can be on the Twist the Pair. Yes, it sounds amazing. Yes, and enjoy your cool weather for me. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thank you again, Ash, and everyone for listening. Everyone be sure to follow Ash Red on all of her social media pages. And of course, follow the Leaf and Grain Society and the Twisted Pear. Great content. You guys are going to love it. I'll put all of the links in the show notes so you guys can follow. Stay smoky, and I will talk to you soon.